April 26th, Luke chapter 22, verse 54, through chapter 23, verse 12. So they, the leaders of the mob, arrested him, Jesus, and led him to the high priest's residence, and Peter was following far behind. The guards lit a fire in the courtyard and sat around it, and Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, This man was one of Jesus' followers. Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I don't even know the man. After a while, someone else looked at him and said, You must be one of them. No, man, I'm not, Peter replied. About an hour later, someone else insisted, This must be one of Jesus' disciples because he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. And as soon as he said these words, the rooster crowed. At that moment, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered that the Lord had said, Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny me three times. And Peter left the courtyard, crying bitterly. Now the guards in charge of Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him. Then they hit him and asked, Who hit you that time, you prophet? And they threw all sorts of terrible insults at him. At daybreak, all the leaders of the people assembled, including the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. Jesus was led before this high council, and they said, Tell us if you are the Messiah. But he replied, If I tell you, you won't believe me. And if I ask you a question, you won't answer. But the time is soon coming, when I, the Son of Man, will be sitting at God's right hand in the place of power. They all shouted, Then you claim you are the Son of God? And he replied, You are right in saying that I am. What need do we have for other witnesses, they shouted. We ourselves heard him say it. Then the entire council took Jesus over to Pilate, the Roman governor. They began at once to state their case. This man has been leading our people to ruin by telling them not to pay their taxes to the Roman government and by claiming he is the Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, Yes, it is as you say. Pilate turned to the leading priests and to the crowd and said, I find nothing wrong with this man. Then they became desperate. But he is causing riots everywhere he goes, all over Judea, from Galilee to Jerusalem. Oh, is he a Galilean? Pilate asked. When they answered that he was, Pilate sent him to Herod Antipas, because Galilee was under Herod's jurisdiction, and Herod happened to be in Jerusalem at the time. Herod was delighted at the opportunity to see Jesus, because he had heard about him and had been hoping for a long time to see him perform a miracle. He asked Jesus question after question, but Jesus refused to answer. Meanwhile, the leading priests and the teachers of religious law stood there shouting their accusations. Now Herod and his soldiers began mocking and ridiculing Jesus. Then they put a royal robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate, who had been enemies before, became friends that day. Some people see the thing that they want 
and some people see the thing that prevents them from getting the thing that they want. You don't have to wait in line. You don't have to do it the way everybody else has done it. You can do it your way. You can break the rules. You just can't get in the way of somebody else getting what they want. Sometimes you're the problem. Take accountability for your actions. You can take all the credit in the world for the things that you do right, as long as you also take responsibility for the things you do wrong. It must be a balanced equation. You don't get it one way and not the other. You get to take credit when you also take accountability. It sounds easy, it's not. Practice being the last to speak, and at the end, you will get your turn. If you're going to fail at something, you fail at it. Don't fail at it because somebody else put you in a situation for failure, because this allows you to make the corrections. If you want to take the island, you burn the boats. Because when you burn those boats, there's no going back. You're going to find a way to make things work. First step is you got to have a vision, a vision for what it is you really, truly want. Not what you think you want or what you should have. It has to be a compelling vision. It's got to have something that has the power to pull you, not something you have to push yourself to do. Those are two different kinds of motivation. Push requires willpower, and willpower never lasts. What will last is pull. Having something so exciting, so attractive, so something you desire so much, that you have a hard time going to sleep at night and you get so up early in the morning to a rocket and take it to the next level. So it's got to be a vision that's compelling. Something that you know it's going to be a gift to make sure that it happens. And also, along with that compelling vision, you got to have strong enough reasons that you're going to follow through when the going gets tough. That's one of the biggest things missing for most people. They say, this is what I want to do. It's not very exciting, it's not very compelling, but most importantly, they don't have strong enough reasons to push themselves through what's going to be necessary to get that dream, to get that goal, when the inevitable challenges come up. When you're starving hungry and you're trying to go on a diet, right? When you got no time and you're stressed out and you haven't worked out still and that's what you're supposed to do. When the economy gets tight and what you thought you were going to do doesn't work and so you give up on the goal instead of finding another way to get there. You don't let the fear take you over if you've got strong enough reasons. Those reasons can be positive or those reasons can also be negative. They can be, if I don't do this, this is what's going to cost me. And if I do do this, this is what I'm going to gain in my life. Reasons come first, answers come second. If you get a compelling vision and you got strong enough reasons that will push you through the tough times, you're going to do things other people don't do. Instead of collapsing, even if you get off target, you won't go, oh, I blew it. You'll get right back on target, make the change, make things happen.